Hello and welcome to the taste test, Halloween extravaganza. I'm Ghoul Connoisseur Mike, and joining me very soon will be Death, Brandon, and Entombed Ivan, as they are wrapping up their gameplays. We got a special treat for you, as we also have Sheldon Brown from the Graveyard Shift joining us at Taste Test Dead Quarters. <laughs> so, we're doing a movie game night, and while I wait for everyone to show up, I'm going to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street. I fell asleep playing it but I got the gist of it you see it's got Freddy on the uh, co cover okay it's just a shadow where he used to be but you know anyway it sucked so I watched some videos so uh, let's talk about Beetlejuice Alien 3 and Ghostbusters as for aliens well the graphics on this aren't the worst I've seen the music is pretty good and what the what? This is a Nintendo game, not an Oculus Rift. Why am I in a tunnel? Surprise, you little bitch! You're still asleep, and so are your little friends! Who said that? Oh my god, is that a xenomorph that survived a house fire? Your stupid jokes and wordplay can't help you now. You're about to get a tummy ache. Pepto-Bismol ain't gonna help. Uh, oh, my chest! Man, I'm so glad Mike gave me this Ghostbusters to play. I loved this movie. But man, this game looks lousy with the overhead map. And couldn't I be the Ecto-1 traveling the streets instead of this wrinkled, old-faced dude? Wait, wasn't that the logo on the map? Did Mike send me one of those stupid mods again? Mike does send you one thing, his regards, and a cry for help, but you've got your own problems. What the hell? <laughs> anyway, I got flashing buildings to take care of. Happy driving! What the hell? I've heard New York traffic is hard, but seriously, ghosts in the street? Uh, fuck this. I got the ghost vacuum. I'm used to inhaling vapors. Yeah, time for you to get smoked. What? Did my car just turn into a bong? With me in it? Ah! All right, cover of Beetlejuice. Yeah, fuck, doesn't look so good. Damn, Michael Keaton didn't age very well. Anyway, let's start this bad boy up. It's showtime! Who said that? Oh, this bug. Oh, fuck, I can stomp anything like these buttons. Fuck, fuck! I stomped it, it hit me! What the hell is that? Maybe you should try jumping over it. Oh, maybe I will. I overshot this ridiculously tiny leg. Fuck! Guess this wasn't your day. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for inviting me over to play old video games all night for the taste test. I brought some coffee and some Red Bull and what the fuck? Did everyone just play Spin the Chainsaw? Oh man, I should call the police. Was this a nightmare game for NES? Wait, did someone scratch Freddy off the cover of the box? <laughs> Gamer needs food badly. Let's go! Hey, 
Hey everybody and welcome to the real taste test this time. I'm your host, game connoisseur Mike King. Joining me is Chef Brandon Boswell. Yep, I am here. Say hello, Brandon. Hi, I'm, and I'm intern <laughs> Ivan. You had your time and you fucking blew it. Intern Ivan, say hi. Say hi. <laughs> And we're not alone in the kitchen this in this this week, this special Halloween week. We have from the graveyard shift, my friend, my co-host, my partner in crime, uh, Sheldon. I'll learn his name eventually. It's only we've only been known each other Sheldon, for five months. Sheldon Brown, <laughs> guys. Don't worry, Chef's got it. Yay. Sheldon Brown. Welcome to the show, Sheldon. Welcome, Sheldon. Thanks for having me, guys. It's an honor. It's it's. Yeah, this sure. is our second year doing a taste test, and yeah. we're like, "Yo, four games is fun, I'm... but four hosts is also fun." Also, I didn't have a third thing to build up on there, so I just left it hanging for the <laughs> listeners to imagine the third thing. It's up to you guys, the listeners. You are part of our podcast. Well, I'm just glad to be part of a podcast, yeah, finally right. be part of a podcast that's uh, conducted in such a professional manner. <laughs> you know, Brandon Br- proves <laughs> that there's two types of people. people One that can extrapolate from incomplete data. And you fucking talked over my joke. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sell it. I was going to so. wait for you so I could finish the other half of my joke, because we are going to do it at the same time. You're racist. Finish the joke. The joke was finished the minute you spoke. Do it. Do it. I feel like this is what happens when I introduce my my competent friend to my less than impressive friend, and I realize, oh, wow, I have varying tastes and friends. Yeah, you do. Dude, don't be so hard on Ivan. (laughs) <laughs> you hang out with me for specific reasons, Mike. It's very clear. I show you the path not to take. It's that's exactly what I'm here for. It's like the opposite of that Nick Cage movie. What was it like? Leper, Leaper, Jumper? What was that movie where he could like repeat the last thirty seconds of something? Uh, I think I know. It was a movie about. where like he he constantly like re like. He can go back in time like 30 seconds after making a mistake or something. Hold on, I'll think about it. Sounds like Galaxy Quest. <laughs> yeah, it was basically Galaxy Quest. It was, the, it was the, the climax scene from Galaxy Quest, but without any of the charm, right. wit, satire, or Alan Rickman. <laughs> anyway, the why numbers? the fuck are the we numbers? here? We're here to talk the about... Numbers? Numbers. That's my guess. Wasn't that a shit? Wasn't that a, a wasn't that like a, a a lame primetime show about a guy that could do math? Yeah, I think it was also a Nick Cage movie. That's why you don't remember the name. Also, maybe it was the Knowing, but the Knowing's Is more somebody of a, shuffling like cards? natural disaster. <laughs> <laughs> the Knowing is also about like a natural disaster or some shit that that like Nick Cage can stop. I don't know. Oh, that might be it. Because he knows the future. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. I thought that was maybe. Who knows? It's anyway, called start a, start a fire. Yay. 
Because, you know, there's these little devices you can get. They're, you know, narrow, rectangular. You can type in stuff and uh, look things up. And you can even talk to people with it. Huh. In the movie. Man, the future's a scary place. <laughs> in the movie, right? Like, not in the real world? Well, at least the good thing is that, like, if the sum of human knowledge is at all of our fingertips, that should solve a lot of arguments since everyone can find out the truth from the uh, sources. Mm-hmm. So, the reason we're here, if, I could, if you couldn't movies. hear me properly because of interruptions. Wow. <laughs> I can't even talk about how he's interrupting me without getting interrupted. You said you weren't going to edit this either. <laughs> Fuck, no, I'm not fucking editing. Everyone's going to know what I have to deal with. Yep. They're going to oh, know who man. you are, Brandon. They're going to know what I put up with. They're going to see me. The crass Canadian. <laughs> Please don't. Anyway, we're here to talk about video game mo- movie fucking something. <laughs> we're here Damn to it, talk you about Halloween video games, Mike. Video games that have to do with yes. horror and Halloween. And also, by my coincidence, I noticed after we decided that these were probably going to be the games that we chose. Also, happen to be movies. Holy fuck, guys. Hold on to your hats. We got a tree cool here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a quadrant, actually. Get get on your banana hats. No, man, it's These three. It's a movie, it's a video bag, game, man. and they're all about horror. Yes, that's why we brought Sheldon. Well, at Ooh. least supernatural. They got all got supernatural elements, at least. Holy shit, that's why Sheldon's here? Yeah. My god, I actually just clued into that. I thought we brought Sheldon on because he was good at voices, but then he wasn't that great at voices. And I wasn't going to say that, but I was like, Mike, you got to get a bigger resource pool, man. <laughs> I was like taking the piss on Mike for that. I was like, Mike, you can do good voices. What do you mean? What? what why are we? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? No, it's because Sheldon's good at horror stuff. Now I'm on board. All right, team, let's do this. Have we launched yet or are we at Mars already? So when do we start recording? Is someone going to do a countdown? (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be me. I'm like, did we evacuate Earth? Do I have time to go back? (laughs) I forgot some things. I thought if I I showed you what a professional co-host is like, you might pick up a thing or two. Apparently I'm not a good role model myself, so I had to bring someone else along. Yeah. Oh, you brought me on as a role model? (laughs) You're, oh, you're here to balance a yeah. ship. It's, you it, poor, poor man. I'm that desperate. You're here to balance a ship because Ivan's too <laughs> impress, in person impressionable. And so, like, Mike is trying to teach Ivan, but then he exposed Ivan to me. Yeah, I would never interrupt you. I just I wouldn't do that kind of thing. But, but now Ivan, he's got the dark seed in him. <laughs> yeah, I just wouldn't do I just fucked up. <laughs> okay, well, now that we've got a seven-minute intro done... Guys, what are these four games are we <laughs> Ghostbusters? Yes. Alien 3, Beetlejuice, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Maybe not in that order. But uh, the first one is, I think, our favorite... Like, I think we can agree, like, we'll start with what is probably our favorite movie among the bunch. Ghostbusters. You speak for oh, yourself. Yeah. Hmm, you speak not for me, Mike. That's not accurate, but whatever. You can speak for the boys, not me. 
I think the best movie here is Beetlejuice. Blasphemy aside. You guys are nuts. Easily. Well, you are you are Mike's friend. We've seen what kind of taste you got. I mean, look, look, that's an argument we can have at the end of the cast, I think. We should decide which movie out of all the games is the better one at the end and take votes or whatever. But, like, for the time being, my money's on Beetlejuice, unless you guys can dissuade me otherwise. Definitely not Ghostbusters. No, Beetlejuice. Are we talking about a movie or the game being the best? The movie. I think he's saying. Okay, uh, Beetlejuice is high on my list of favorite movies, but Ghostbusters, I'm not kidding at all. Ghostbusters is my all time favorite movie. Jeepers. Yeah, it's. It, like, I'll say Beetlejuice is good. It's great, but Ghostbusters, greatest there is. Oh, I'm going to go. Ghostbusters, uh, Beetlejuice, easily in my top 10. I'm going to go out of my way to learn the lines of Ghostbusters, but not, like, the important, like, catchphrase lines. But like the ands and thes that are in between all the lines, and then when we like talk next time, I'm just gonna be like, "Yo, you didn't get that? I fucking set that line up so perfect." I'm gonna Yo, be that guy. Let's sneak up on her quietly. Yes, have some. Yes, have some. I don't know what you guys are doing. I haven't. I haven't actually done that yet. That was hypothetical. We're doing what you said. Yeah, right. I, I don't know that, though. We're reciting the lesser-known lines from the movie. That's my point. I, I haven't seen Maybe you like, should actually watch the movie. Look, it's been like a 152 probably years, all right? So, it's been a while. Uh, it's been some time since I watched Ghostbusters. That, that movie's older than you. Yeah, it is. Okay, well... The 84? We'll talk about... We all know how great yeah. the movie is. The game, uh, well, E.T. anybody? <laughs> and the best part, <laughs> this game fucking sucked. And this game, yeah, it came out in 1984. So you think like, oh, people learned their lesson after the video game crash of 1983? No. no. I, I didn't so realize thought, it was... You know how we're going to save the video game industry? We're going to do the same fucking thing. I didn't realize that, uh... No, that's okay. At least they... Sorry, Sheldon, go ahead. At least they waited until the movie came out, right? Yeah. What was um, that? You know, so... No, actually... Because you'd want to wait till the movie comes out so you can know what, <laughs> what to make the game about. Yeah, that would be a good place to start. At least see, you know, finding what the movie is about first. But, uh, no, they had other or plans for this could... game. Yeah, they were just like, well, we'll just make the game. We, we know what it's about because it's in the title. Ghostbusting, right? It's easy. So, ba basically, this whole game was based off a vague description. Yeah, probably like the box art summary. Right. How did you guys? Okay, so d Mike, did you play the game? Did it? Did anybody else play the game? How did you guys do? I fired up the game. I saw the overhead map with the yeah. Zool building, even though it's not called that in the movie. But What's I guess he needed something <laughs> with four characters. Yeah, I don't care what it's called. Yeah, you think Dana would have been a little suspicious? Yeah, you think it would be well called like Dana? <laughs> Like, just to let you know, like, this is Dana's apartment. But, uh, no. Is... There is no Dana. Only Zool. Is Zool the name of the bad guy? No, Zool is the name of that dog that uh, takes over her after it leaps out of her from the fridge. What was the name of the dog that took over Rick Moranis? Uh, Vince, uh, Vince oh, Glothor. Uh. Oh, Vince Cortho, yeah. Why is that yeah. a conversation? How is that a conversation? What was the name of the dog that took over Rick uh, Moranis? It's Vince <laughs> Luthor or whatever. How is that a cover? How is that a sentence that exists? 
in parallel universes. Because he has some of the best lines after the Ghostbusters catch him. And what was he talking about? Oh, like, this is good. The fields are going to run red with blood and, like, many... Like, he goes into this, like, apocalyptic garbage. And it's just friggin' hilarious. He's, like, talking about, like, the last time there was an apocalypse. And he goes, like, oh, many skulls were fractured and many lamentations were heard that day. You know, like, he, like he's reliving a concert. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. Anyway, none of that clever, witty dialogue is in this. Nope. It is ghost-busting, which should be awesome, yes. right? I agree, it should be. Should yeah. be? Yes, should be. Was it? Emphasis on should. Well, no. this game pretty much gives you uh, a hint of what you're in for right from the opening screen. <laughs> why? Tell us why. It doesn't look bad when you... Well, it doesn't look bad when you first turn it on because you do get the huge Ghostbusters logo. I mean, that's kind of hard to screw up. But uh, they decided to show off their programming talents by putting in some real digitized voice into the opening screen, which was very uncommon for video games at the time. But uh, it, it, they didn't do a great job with the digitized voice. My... And it went downhill. Yeah, my guess is they got a voice actor to come in. He said, "All you have to do is say Ghostbusters." When we'll count down from three, when we get when we when we say after we say one, you just say the word Ghostbusters. And when they count to one, just before the guy was about to say Ghostbusters, someone punched him as hard as he could in the stomach. (laughs) Because what you get is not Ghostbusters, but you get. It's amazing. Hey guys, fun fun side note. What were, what were I, you saying? What were you saying about me being the best guy with voices? Yeah, no, that was accurate. That was pretty good. I mean, fuck, you got me there. <laughs> well, it's kind of an easy one to pull off. You just don't open your mouth and you say Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> you pretend like you're a millennial on the internet. The guy is what mouth uh, You want to know something funny though, guys? <laughs> side note. Ghostbusters is my favorite movie. <laughs> Side note. God damn it. Side note, though, guys. Funny thing. I was just... Now you know how it feels, you prick. Yeah, I always know how it feels. Uh, the wiki for the Ghostbusters uh, NES game, that I couldn't find like a regular one. The only one I could find is called Crappy Games Wiki. And it's in there. It's in Crappy Games Wiki. <laughs> so that's a thing to consider. Uh, I understand why. Yeah. You know, we don't. We have another so, uh, podcast that's like sort of friends of ours. Mike knows them, and I listen to them a little bit. They're called "Is It Worth It?" And I can tell you right now, no matter how much money that they like tell you a, a, a fucking copy of this game is worth, it's not worth it. It's not. Ooh, you hear that, Blaine? Shots fired. No. Why is Blaine like this? Oh, game? Not really shots fired. I'm pretty sure Blaine would agree. I'm pretty sure Blaine would agree with us. I was gonna say. Blake, listen. It's like a, it's like a friendly flare. To be no, no, no. To be clear, shots were fired, but like, just come to our side and, and start shooting with us. Shoot at all the people who think that this is a game that's <laughs> worth. And join our team, man. Get get on board. But yeah, that's a thing. So, uh, should we talk about the gameplay? Okay. So, uh, well, I can't because as soon as I turned it on, my my ROM crashed. Oh wow, mine crashed a couple Your times. Your computer refused to play it. the game. And also, my computer has better taste than I do. Wait, uh, did you guys play it at all, Sheldon or Ivan? Did, did you guys? Other than well, okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, I suffered. Ivan, you played it. Yeah, I suffered through it up to the the zoom. Oh my building. god, really? So you start with a yeah, 
So you start in the Ecto-1, you need to go to the shop, you know, like the Ghostbusters did. All the time. <laughs> and uh, you can fuck yourself right away there. If you purchase the wrong things, you won't be able to catch ghosts. <laughs> so you got to purchase the right things, trap, ray gun, that kind of thing. Then you just wander around. You got this grid of buildings. I think it was four by four, yeah. five by five, something like that. And when you drive by a building that has ghosts, it flashes red. So at that point, press the button, and it moves to this uh, street view, where if you're high on the screen, you drive uh-huh. fast. And if you're low on the screen, you drive slow, and you can run out of gas. No it's shit. amazing. You it's actually, actually see the two guys get Maybe out low. and push it to the gas station. I mean, it, that's like the only good thing of the movie. Yeah, the only, only good part of the game. It's cute as all hell. So anyway, once you get to the ghosts, you set up Mario this Luigi. Front, look, front view of a building. Two Ghostbusters. It, it's Mario, very, it's Mario very Luigi. Basic look of, it is. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah, basically. So you, It's Luigi and Luigi because they're wearing cool. green suits. I had them uh, I wrote them right. down as Fisher Fisher Price characters. Like fire rescue <laughs> Fisher Price for like yeah, right, really. some other shit in their hands instead. You just switched them over to like the police. Hey Sheldon, but <laughs> while we're still on the green suit, Sheldon, you dressed up as the Ghostbusters for Halloween. Where did you get the uh, the Glad bags like they did? <laughs> no, I actually <laughs> went legit. Like we, I, I, yeah, me and my wife were Ghostbusters last year for Halloween, but uh, we actually looked up, you know, what the Ghostbusters use for their suits. They had uh, U.S. military flight suits, and we ordered those from a military supply store. Got the Ghostbuster patches, made our proton packs, like using like just printed off photos from the uh, from the movie and just replicated what we saw on the screen. Yeah, so uh, basically we we did a better job in this game did. You are amazing. <laughs> but like yeah, we said sure. at the beginning, we had we had help because we had actually seen the movie. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <Atta> boy. <laughs> You had that infield advantage. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you guys had a leg up from the start, really. Um, so, uh, Sheldon, uh, if Ivan, Ivan, did you finish with your experience? No, there wasn't too much else beyond that. You, you go from building to building, catching the ghosts, and eventually it tells you, go to Zool building, the building in the center. So you go there. And now you got this view of staircases, yeah. and you got to press the button really fast to move. <laughs> and you're not moving with the the D pad. I mean, it's just nuts. And why would you Why would you not want to move left and right with the pat with the arrows that actually have left and right on them? Right, right. And you got ghosts that take you down. Anyway, you make it up to the top, and then you got a probably the most interesting part of the game where you got the two dogs shooting little lasers at you. You got Gozer in the center shooting a laser you at Vince you. Gl- you got ghosts that are you got shooting. Vince Neil and uh, Zool shooting at you with their little right. plasma balls. Right. So eventually, after you you're done shooting Gozer enough, yeah, you finish and you have, uh, regrettably poor translation, <laughs> congratulation. Yeah, congratulation. Oh yeah, I was wondering. The great game. <laughs> yeah. And proved with two O's the justice of our culture. Now go and rescue <laughs> heroes. Go, 
culture as if you as if you were fighting like yeah. as if Gozer the Gozer was like a communist. I know as if you're fighting like Freddy a kind communist of culture. ghost or something. You yeah. approve the justice of our culture. Apple pie, hot dogs. Also, baseball. I love that. Uh... None of these things so... exist in the game. Country music, hamburger. Jazz. No. Racism, because uh, racism, because we took the only black character out of this game. That's right. <laughs> Three Ghostbusters right. go up the stairs. Ernie Hudson. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah, they oh my, they Winston. whitewashed it. Black Ghostbusters matter. Sheldon, oh, uh, well, what was your? We talked to me, Brandon. We're talking about this earlier, but uh, so <laughs> this was probably about eighty six, eighty seven, because uh, it was at the time when a friend of mine, uh, his parents owned a little convenience store, and they rent it. Uh, movies and uh, Nintendo games, and we, me, and him actually finished, the, completed this game over the course of a Saturday. Oh my god, that's been the worst Saturday of your life. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't know why you would. I mean, like, other than like at a boredom, you're looking at your friend and you're like, we could fuck or we could play this game. <laughs> we're too young. And I don't like think I'm seven years dude. old. Well, we 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 can experiment or. We can play this. <laughs> yeah. So uh, why don't we what just play this game? Seven? God. Yeah. Brandon, what kind so of life did you have? What kind of life did you have? Play Ghostbusters. Like every other fucking show. Beating this game was kind of like finding out you just won like a million dollars. And Yo, you actually get the million dollars. They lay it out in front of you, open up a briefcase and show it to you. And then before you get a chance to touch it, they light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it is not even close to that. That's a real vivid image, but not anywhere close to that as far as I'm concerned. It's more like the you open up the suitcase and it's just a picture of a million dollars, you know, like a fake bill. Or like a bug's... Like, here you yeah. go. Here's <laughs> your million here's, dollars. Instead of million... You want a million bucks. Instead of million, all the L's are replaced with R's. Here's your million dollars. <laughs> and it's like a shitty Polaroid picture. <laughs> Congratulations! Um, like, like Sharpie marker. <laughs> yeah, one million. You have dollars. proved the justice of um, capitalism. My experience with this game. Oh no! <laughs> 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 You're fucked, Mike. Also, so uh, all right, I'll get into it, I guess. But uh, so my experience with this game was interesting because it kind of wraps up a little bit of everybody's. Like, I did play this once when I was a kid. I definitely like walked into my buddy playing it and he was like embarrassed and that was a whole weird thing and i get why now because like when i walked in he was doing the car stuff and i was like cool man and he was like yeah yeah uh, and then like didn't like shoot me out but just like answered me and then i left and then like obviously he went back to busting ghosts by himself and i i get it like it, it's cool man i i just want to reach out to you now and get, hit you up on facebook and be like i get it but uh also, so, so like I started up here and my emulator, it kept freezing like Mike was saying, but also the start button or the select button, whichever button does nothing, it actually pauses the game, but it doesn't just pause it, it just pauses it and has a chance of like stroking out the emulator. Right. So it'll be like paused and the, and the music will literally pause on that note and it'll be like, did it in it, <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then so you hit unpause, and if you're lucky, it'll be like, <laughs> and you're just like, sweet. <laughs> and if you're unlucky, it's like, <laughs> and just starts doing other noises, and you're like, that's not okay. 
And then uh, the select wait a button actually Wait a second. Is this, the this, Ghost... like... is this based on the movie Ghostbusters or the movie of that donkey show? <laughs> yeah. Some donkey dubstep. Um, but then also, <laughs> so like the other button, the one that does something at the start and the select, all it actually does is open up your menu in your Ghostbusters icon, which like it took me forever to realize like the icon it doesn't represent anything. It's like if you and me and Mike and, and Sheldon and Ivan, if we were, I don't know why I said me and you, whatever. If the <laughs> listeners, there we go, that's the you. If the listeners and us were all in a, like a room and we were watching a tiny screen that just had the Ghostbusters symbol saying where they were and then we were controlling them, it's like a, a video game built around a fourth wall. It's fucked up. But like, so then you're, you're that symbol and you're navigating around. So you can actually like slow down the ghost from getting into the building. And the whole idea is you can't fight that dude until the building gets uh, full of ghosts and ghost power, which there's like a little bar at the bottom. And I only learned this by watching the walkthrough a couple of times. But like when you do the car missions, you can like, and, and like the car missions can happen at any time. Like you go up to a building to go trigger it, and it might just be a car mission to the building that you're already beside. <laughs> so it doesn't make any sense. I think it actually, I think it knows where you were previously and makes you drive there, but I'm not sure how it knows that. That's like way too complicated. But sometimes you get a car mission. It's like you have to plot the course and then do it. Yeah, honestly, that's what it is sometimes. And, and like sometimes you get a car mission, but sometimes you just click on the building and it goes to it. And I'm like, what the fuck? But then, um, so there's that. Sometimes you run into gas and your guys can push the car to the gas station or you can choose to just go to the gas station. But the whole thing that I don't get is that like, I honestly like let the, I, I tried to play the game for a while, got really frustrated because it's like shitty graphics and, and shitty controls. And, and I had experienced most of the levels by now. Um, but like the whole thing is you can't fight Zool um, unless you have X amount of money, which is like 1500 bucks which you only gain by busting ghosts and not damaging your car. So every time you take your car on the road, you're risking losing money. And if you bust ghosts, you gain more money. But like, if you just start the game and then you don't touch it, you already have enough money to fight Zool. As long as you don't lose any money from the car, <laughs> then you're fine. And then if you just sit back in the corner, you can let those ghosts that you're supposed to be stopping take over the building that Zool's in and that ghost energy goes up like 500 per ghost that goes in there. So you can just sit back for like five minutes, let the thing fill up, go fight Zool, and then while you're fighting Zool, if you, if you beat him, the game's over. But if you let the building fill up and you don't go fight Zool, you can actually fight the Michelin Man too or something. And that part like just fucked me because he just shows up and wrecks buildings. And like he'll wreck a building two buildings away from you, but then the, the screen just ends and it's like you failed to save the city and you get another really shitty translation about like how new I, I honestly wish I uh, screen capped it because I missed it but it just says something about like how you failed to save New York and the all its cultural monuments true. yeah yeah and the prophecy has come true and all this shit and, and I was like oh that makes no sense okay now I get it <laughs> <laughs> and then I just like kept going but then, yeah, because apparently Stay Puft has already been summoned. Yeah, so, like, the thing is, though, you can do nothing in this game and then just wait to go fight Zool, or you can be a proactive Ghostbuster. So, I don't know what the fuck the message is, really. <laughs> like, it's really shitty and hard to play, so if you just don't play it, eventually you can beat the boss. 
the justice of your culture is capitalism because you have to raise like thirty thousand dollars in ghost busting before the the Zool building will unlock. That's like another way to open it. And uh, preparing with traps and everything then drops you below thirty. So then the Zool building will be closed up again. Cause fuck the gamer. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. If you do nothing. Like you just. You have enough, but if you do col- anything, you're stuck you're busting the same. You more. You're you're stuck busting the same four Atari level ghosts, mm-hmm. again and again, shooting like, like just cycling balls of energy. Like basically, if if you were like Mega Man hitting the turbo button, that's what your Ghostbuster is like. It's but basically again, just like, a game like, about grinding. It's like one of the very first grind 'em ups. RPGs. Yeah, you start with X amount. It's enough to get anything you want unless you buy one thing. And if you buy one thing, <laughs> then you have to go like get fuel or something, souls for that one thing. And while you're getting souls, you're going to get money so you can buy more one things. And if you do manage to uh, cross the streams, the ghosts that you collect will merge into a bigger ghost, but he doesn't become a threat. He doesn't get more money. He just turns into a bigger thing that falls into the trap anyway. <laughs> and you got to do this, like, a lot of times. It's boring as fuck. And then yeah. you have to throw, like, ghost food when you're yeah. doing the stair levels to distract the ghosts. But when you go up, they don't just, like, stay down. They slide up with you because there's nothing left in the processor to allow images that aren't, you know... Yeah off screen it forgets that there's food down there and then they come after you instead god that's fucking terrible and like you can only like buy a limited amount so you can't even buy like well i'm guessing i'm gonna buy like 10 of these ghost foods because uh yeah you have 23 floors of this and you can open doors that will like create ghosts but if you create enough ghosts then it will speed hack the game and slow the ghost down nice and when you get to the top so then it's like you fight i was just gonna say yes. so when you speed hack it then it's like <laughs> and all the ghosts yeah. just have a stroke <laughs> and the best part is like it's called the zool building but you don't fight zool because zool is one of the two dogs that shoot plasma at you, and you can only shoot Gozer the Gozerian, who is topless and in a thong. Yeah. I was wondering what the fuck that was about when I was watching the walkthrough. I forgot to mention that. And the best part is, like, if you dodge too low to get rid of the beams, you enter a new screen that shows an advancing Stay Puft climbing the building. Oh, yeah, and, that's uh, the one that I was talking about. The top. Yeah, you let him reach the top. You don't get to shoot him, because game over. And there's not even a boss music for Gozer, is there? It's Wait, just that same oh, fucking theme. I actually, I think that the um, yeah. the Stay Puff thing was something different than what I was talking about. But I believe you. No, That's it's the same important. Michelin man. No, no, I, I get what you're saying. The, uh, He's like climbing up the side of the building like uh, King Kong style, right? The thing that you're you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I don't know. The thing that I'm talking about is, like, if you wait long enough, you can fight Zool. And then if you wait longer than that, like a complete dickhead like me, who's outside getting stoned or something, and you go back, then the Stay Puff <laughs> Man shows up 
in the overhead map and he starts smashing buildings. And once he gets to like two, <laughs> then the little thing comes up and it's like, you fucked up, dickhead. Cultural destruction. Yep. You got no culture left. <laughs> you got no culture. He crushed the last hot dog stand. You're fucked. <laughs> Much dishonor. America no longer family. has hot dogs. America no longer no, has hot dogs. We're, and we're too malnourished and depressed to play baseball. No hot dog, no honor. <laughs> I mean, like the lie. Like, you have completed a great game. <laughs> no, but, no. You didn't even complete making a great game, you fuck. Who wrote this? That guy deserves a slap in the fucking mouth by everybody who played this game. Just a slap in the mouth. It'll eventually wear his cheek down until you're just slapping teeth. Yeah. David Crane actually wrote, wrote this game. I mean, he, he put out some pretty good games in his time. I, I don't know what what was going on with this one. Well, I mean... Somewhere. Was it one of his first games, or did he already make good games first and then decide, oh, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta squeeze one out? Yeah, I, yeah, I was gonna was say, it's early. like this, man, like... When you think about everybody's like at work or whatever, and you're talking about like, man, I took a great shit the other day, and everybody thinks about their bowel movement schedules. Some people are like, I'm a, I'm a two a day, or I'm a three a day, or I'm a one a day, or you know, everybody's all over the board. And then you think like, man, but there's sometimes though, when I'm like a three a day, and then I just fart, and I'm like, oh god, it's number four. <laughs> like maybe this guy was just like, I'm cranking out great games all the time, but then all of a sudden sometimes <laughs> it's like a little shart. <laughs> And you're just like, ah, oh, that's dangerous. I'll just not tell anybody that it exists. <laughs> oh, man, I'm at the party. I can't leave. Fuck, they're going to know. Exactly. Nobody talked to me. Nobody talked to me. Nobody uh, talked to me. Guys, my ass hurts because I've been sitting in this garbage couch, and we haven't finished the first game part yet. <laughs> you're suggesting I'm we move readjusting on. my seating situation. <laughs> we got one more thing to talk about with Sheldon. Uh... Since we've talked about this horrible bad note, can you tell us a good note about your uh, your Ghostbuster suits for, uh, I think, what's your plan this year? Oh, well, just because we put so much uh, effort into the suits last year, we said we should get more use out of them. So uh, there is a, in our city, there is this uh, annual Halloween ghost walk, like a haunted tour type of thing. So we decided to get a couple of tickets for that, and we're going to show off in full Ghostbusters gear. Complete with our proton packs, ghost trap, PKE meters, nice. and, we're, and we're going to try as best as we can to. Are you guys just going to yeah, water we're gonna around? Like, we're going to follow the tour group, but we're going to take it like very seriously and scan everything. And you know, if we hear like a noise, draw the proton packs and like turn like very concerned looking. So <laughs> you just you just look just at your so meter. I'm picking up a class five full torso vapor. I just want to do the whole thing yeah. with, like in the, the movie with Egon in the hallway. <laughs> just like go over to a person, start scanning them, and then like you know jab them with my finger. <laughs> oh, and if you find any mushrooms, yeah. be sure to take one. Oh yeah, you know because yeah, I, I collect spores and fungus. Oh, just don't reenact the blowjob scene. At least no, we'll not see. There. We'll see if that, we can, we'll see if we can find like a nice quiet corner somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say or do. That's for, that's for their home. Or that's do, for the, but like in the in the cemetery. That's for their home video, Nutbusters. <laughs> yeah, speaking of home, my son actually learned the birds and the bees from seeing that. I forgot about the blowjob scene, and I showed it to him. He was like nine years old. My wife and I are looking at each other like, oh, oh man, fuck. <laughs> I forgot about that. Wait, wait, oh, we forget so much of the the. The, the things in 80s movies like we saw these movies as kids but we always forget the things that you can't show kids like even et mm -hmm. the the first thing elliot says 
is like he he calls his brother penis breath. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> like again, do you remember in ET? Yo, Willy Wonka's got a penis job? breath thing too. What? I don't remember E.T. the blowjob. Well, fuck. It's the first few minutes of the movie after we see the alien running through the woods. They're playing, like, what was right. it, Dungeons and Dragons or something? They were playing uh, something, and then the, the older Dungeons brother says Dragons. something, and then he goes, like, shut up, penis breath. Oh, I do remember the penis breath thing. Now yeah, my parents looked at me and said, you can never say that. Also, in uh, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, apparently snozberries are actually a reference to dick. So when he's, like, licking the wallpaper and he's like, the snozberries taste like snozberries, he means dick. <laughs> yeah, think about that, kids. I don't know, some other Gene Attenberry Same book? Who, who's that guy? Gene, Gene Wilder? Ray Bradbury? Ray Bradbury? Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Who wrote the book, so? Gene, Br- Gene Broddenberry? <laughs> anyway, Whoever wrote I got the a book quote from Ernie Hudson, I think sums this game up pretty well. Yeah. Okay. So Ernie Hudson uh, played Winston Zedmore. Said, "My kids really hated it. They thought it sucked." <laughs> Amen, brother. Attaboy. Amen. What the movie or the game? The game. Okay. The good. Blowjob scene. Hated the game. That's that's some that's some disowning shit. His kids hated the blowjob <laughs> no, scene. No, they thought it the sucked. If this had a blowjob mini game where you had to like alternate between the B and the A buttons to hold your nut, that would have been fucking great. No, B and A is up and down. It's like can, can, the Spectre can only last in this world for three and a half minutes before it has to phase back. Can you last? Oh, I'm good. Three and a half minutes, I'm good. <laughs> uh, that's a little generous for me. I got to be honest. Only three and a half minutes? Like, what do I got to talk after? Or like, now time to hear my whole life story. <laughs> oh fuck <sighs> so anyone got anything else on Ghostbusters no nope. I just sent you guys a picture of me and my wife uh, meeting Ernie Hudson actually you just reminded me of it when you said it Oh, your wife's adorable oh, shit and he's wearing a Ghostbusters shirt what was also, it like Boston it says uh, Winston Rules Sheldon oh, yeah. I didn't know you were black uh... bro <laughs> no, I'm the chick. I'm the chick on the right. Well, you got a handsome. Go. Yeah, he's just. We go to. Uh, husband. There you go. We go to uh, the Toronto Comic Con, and we're like, "Hey, Ernie Hudson's supposed to be here," and we see a like this little booth with his name on it, and he's not. Uh, he's not around, so I'm like, "Oh, maybe he's left. Maybe he's finished with it." And like, we turn around, and he's like walking towards us, eating a salad. Just like, "Hey guys, what's up?" <laughs> Hey guys, salad. It's a thing. I was like, hey man, Ghostbusters is my favorite movie. Can I get a picture taken with you? Yeah, okay, sure. Wow, that is just... I've seen shit that'll turn you white. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... Oh, that's Ghostbusters. What's next game up? Yeah, exactly. What is next? Are we going to go into sending movie quality? Uh, (laughs) No, because that's an argument. If we do that, it's got to be Nightmare and Elms. According to Brandon, we already broke that. Yeah, exactly. That method, so. Okay. Well, well, why don't we go with Brandon's next favorite game? Uh, well, or next favorite movie. While rather. we're pondering, weak and wary, let us turn to something scary. Shitty games, I turn loose. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh man, he nailed it. That was the page that I already had open. Uh, 
Don't that worry. was actually that was actually I was impressed, Mike. That might be the most creative thing you've ever done. Right yeah. There. Don't have kids. I'm, Don't yeah. have kids. You may have if you do. You, is that an you may have peaked. <laughs> yeah. Is that an insultament? <laughs> an insultament, yeah. You wasted all that talent on a Beetlejuice reference though. Just know that. When you go see John Paul at the Pearly Gates, he's gonna be like, uh, really? I mean it was a good reference, but really? Wait a second. Wait, I'm I, I'm meeting yeah. Sean. John Paul? I'm meeting Sean Paul at the Pearly Gates. I said John, but I thought you said John Paul. The drum, I did say John. The uh, basis for Led Zeppelin. Yeah, when you meet him in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> you can't yeah, no, come inside because you were suicidal, suicidal. Hey, Mike, sing a song from this movie, Beetlejuice. Oh wait, that was Sean Kingston. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Who's Sean Paul then? Sean Paul is the temperature guy. <laughs> Got me burning. What is that? Oh, weatherman? Is that like a, oh, yeah. We be burning out concerning what nobody want to say. Yeah, that guy. The guy that you love Wait, so much. He sounds just like the guy that sang that song, Suicidal. Yeah, they do sound a lot Gosh. alike. Oh, that's racist. They both got like a dumbass Kingston Jamaican accent. Except Sean Kingston is like a like... whole lot whiter and a whole lot younger. <laughs> Not whiter literally, but just whiter sounding. <laughs> I don't know. I do not know the cultural background of either of those dudes, but I guarantee you Sean Kingston probably lies less about his cultural background than Sean Paul does. I'm sure Sean Paul is lying about whatever the fuck he says. I don't care what color he says he thinks he is, he's probably wrong. <laughs> And not on purpose, just because I'm sure he is not even aware. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. I'm one of those, like, like that white bald, brown, tall people, you know? I might be Greek. I might be Puerto Rican. Who knows? I just like avoided that. the whole thing. I just went straight for Led Zeppelin. Yeah, you sure did. Yeah, so uh, let's get on to this game. It's, oh, God, do we got to? It's, <laughs> it's by uh, LJN. Mm-hmm. Yep, the shit rainbow of death. <laughs> well put. So wait, did we decide uh, that the Ghostbusters game isn't LJN? Is there one that isn't LJN here? Yeah, yeah. that was Ghostbusters. Yeah, that oh, was okay, Activision. Yeah, that makes sense. So we got the good game out of the way. The rest we could just, let's just not. Yeah. Uh, exactly. You're half right anyway. <laughs> Okay, so this it's immediately got Beetlejuice like he's got this we when we see him on the cover, he's like vomit green. Yeah. And he's got his like teeth sticking out, his upper lip curled up. Like like he's trying to do like a donkey bray. And someone just decided, yeah, let's use that picture. <laughs> yeah, it's not a flattering picture. I mean honestly, We've all seen Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice isn't like a guy who's uh, who's like, you know, about being flattered. I guess to say, like he's fine with being gross and doing what needs to get done. But like, right. I don't just think keeping he, it real, you know. Yeah, I, I don't think he actually like knew that that was the picture that they were going to use. Because I'm sure he would be a little bit upset. Like he loves to do the whole <laughs> slick your hair back and talk to the ladies like you are like a suave guy. So I'm sure that if he saw that picture, he'd be like, no, no, no. he got to put something else there. Like, I'm not going to get represented. What's that this. chirping sound? What's the what? There was a chirping sound. I don't know what that was. I heard it too. 
Yeah, I you too. haven't heard anything. Maybe it's from my end. Who knows? You got chipmunks next yeah. to you. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, flattery. You might, but you anyway, might pay off the flattery later. Listeners, listeners, uh, give us your comments and your, and your reviews. Let us know what you guys think that chirping sound is. <laughs> and uh, we'll have a poll. The winner wins Mike's virginity. There you go. Now, Ouch. now we've interacted with the listeners. <laughs> and the listeners now have a part of us to hold on to. Anyway, so the Jews. Yeah. Who's sawing cardboard? Yeah, well, yeah, let's segue from Mike's virginity to the juice. To the juice. Oh, yeah. The Beetlejuice is loose. <laughs> did he any... uh, starts off the game saying, it's showtime. Hold on, did any of you guys... Oh, and speaking of... Uh... Did, did any of you guys actually play the game this time around? What? What do you mean, what? You yeah, what? Oh, yeah. A little. A little bit. A little? Ivan? Really? I tried, but I kept over jumping everything, and I said, fuck this. Yeah, it's like, the controls are real sloppy, and it took me forever... Because, like, I tried playing it, I really did. I got through a few of the levels, and uh, the hard part was, like, you can't kill a lot of the enemies until you get, like, halfway through the right. first level. And then you're like, oh, this is why I can't kill them. But then after I purchased that shit, I didn't know how to activate it. I would go to my pause menu, I would select it, and then I'd exit the pause menu, and I would still just be dumb dick Beetlejuice getting hit by stuff. And I was like, what the fuck? And it wasn't yeah. until, like, halfway through the level when I was like, okay, fuck this. And then it, it tells you, you have to be the skeleton to, like, kill the fucking beehive. And I'm like, okay, so I guess I, right. I need to figure this out. So I looked it up, and the guy didn't even, like, say it. It was something so, I figured out. Brandon was trying to be the gasoline. <laughs> for what? Oh, for the beehive. <laughs> yeah. To get rid of the beehive. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah but, like, I looked it up, and the guy doesn't... Is it that be... Sorry, go ahead. No, you finish. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, when I looked it up, the guy doesn't even say like what he's doing, he's just doing the shit, and I watched him do it, and I realized, oh, there's like an extra button noise just before he exits the, the menu, so he must be pushing another button, and that's how I figured out how to actually change. Yeah, you're confirming what you're doing. Yeah, I didn't realize that there was like a thing that you had to like confirm, so it took me forever, but finally when I realized that that's how you do it, I had like a million skeletons, so I just walked through the next level and a half doing nothing but shooting fireballs, you know what I mean? So it was a little bit OP really? at that point. <laughs> yeah. It took me forever to grind up. I, the, the way you get those skeletons and the other you just weapons stand in the, on the game is to literally grind, literally grind the little beetles that come out of holes in the ground, various parts of the levels. It yeah. takes you for fucking ever. Uh, my, you got a spawn camp. Honestly, that's what I did. In my experience too, I didn't realize that you could push um, jump and down to go to a, a, a platform that's beneath you, and I didn't realize that you could push jump and down to enter those bug holes. <laughs> and get like bonus shit. So it took me forever to figure that out. And once I figured that out, I had already spent oh, wow. a bunch of time grinding those bug holes. I did not see that. Yeah, I yeah. had no idea. That, you, that was... When you stand on them, you can like stop the bugs, but every so often I would accidentally- Brandon, you obviously- in... oh, Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say, you obviously spent more time at this game than the rest of us. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of interesting because right. I wanted to see how true yeah, to the movie it was gonna be because I really liked Beetlejuice as a kid. He was that like prick kind of anti-hero that like didn't exist just yet. You know what I mean? And then and then all of a sudden his archetype was everywhere. And, yeah. You know, it wasn't as good. But you know, Beetlejuice was one of the first ones. That's... No, I. Oh, he was. This was another one of those. 
Yeah, another one of those 80s movies where you just you just think, man, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed the Deo scene. I enjoyed like them making funny faces in the waiting room. This is going to be like a great movie to show the kids until you watch it again and you realize, oh yeah, you forgot the part where he's where he honks his crotch and goes, "Nice fucking model." <laughs> I'm like, "God damn you 80s movies." Why can't you be shown to kids in this generation? No, honestly, those I say these, do it anyway. This yeah, these it. kids need to see that shit. These kids are too fucking pampered. I think I'm pretty sure both Sheldon Actually, and I. Actually, no. Yeah, they're too slow. Yeah, what? What? I, I'm not showing my son that because he will be doing that in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm not. Nice gonna... fucking insert whatever word. <laughs> <laughs> nice fucking breakfast, Dad. <laughs> exactly. I'm not gonna say like this kind of falls. And I don't care. Parents. See, I would find that funny. I would, be, I would laugh my ass off. If he did that to me, I'd be laughing yeah, you, my ass yeah. off. But he's gonna be going to school yeah, doing not, those things. Well, that's yeah. Just, you're not gonna punish him. I mean, you get called to the principal's office. They tell you what he did. Like, nice fucking math problem, teacher. Oh god. I mean, she expects you to. I know she expects you to discipline him, but you're too busy falling over on the floor, buckled over yeah. laughing. Honestly, though, like I'm not trying to like pull punches yeah. here. I'm not a dad, and I don't fucking do kids. They scare the shit out of me. All right, but all I'm saying is like, you you know that you love this movie, and you know your son's personality. He's your son, right? So you can guess if he would or wouldn't like this thing. And you already have openly said he would immediately get addicted to this one idea in the movie, right? So it's kind of your responsibility to let him have something that he'll enjoy that you know that he'll enjoy, because in your mind, if you keep that away from him, then you're like, you know, you're taking that joy away from him and keeping that from him. That's terrible. But, like, you have to be able to, like, give it to him and teach yeah. him, like, look, son, this is funny as fuck. You will surely get a laugh out of this demographic <laughs> of people, and that's why it's appropriate when this demographic of people is around. But you got to understand that when those people aren't around, it won't read the same. Nobody's going to laugh at you, and then I'm going to have to clean up that mess. So, <laughs> and you have... <laughs> So it's your responsibility to use this up. You have to understand that this blowjob scene in Ghostbusters <laughs> is funny, but it's not appropriate to think that you can blow somebody and get a yeah, laugh. Yeah, exactly. With great power comes great responsibility. You know what I mean? I think... And with great suction <laughs> comes, a, comes a good revenue Exactly. Source. I think you should show it to him as a social well, experiment. Yeah, exactly. But basically, yeah, just an example. A little while ago, we were just, uh, me and him were just talking. We we're talking about some video games. And we we're just talking about stuff. And he's like, oh, I got to show you a video. So while I'm waiting for him to load it up, out of nowhere, he just goes, smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to ask, like, oh, okay, okay. What did you just say? <laughs> And he's like, I don't know, Dad. I heard it in the commercials. And you're like, Yeah, I believe that because it's 2017 now. He heard it on. He heard it. No, he was like, I don't know. I was watching. He's like, I'm watching some Vine videos on YouTube, and somebody said it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So there you go. It's probably that Super Mario Brothers three video. <laughs> How old is your son? Well, you guys are in Canada after all. Nine. Yeah, right <laughs> yeah. in that terribly better. impressionable spot, you know. Well, he is a fan of SpongeBob, so it kind of makes sense. Like, <laughs> it was only it was only a matter of time before those two avenues intersect. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. You know, you know, this episode of SpongeBob is funny, but when these when you also get high, it's even funnier. Yeah, it's true. I have a fond spot for SpongeBob. <laughs> I'll admit it. <laughs> 
Mike's way. Don't you love it when stereotypes are true? I don't care what time of the day it is, man. If it's 9.30 at night and you put on Spongebob and hand me a bowl of cereal, oh, man, I am the happiest panda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little Spongebob, a little bowl of cereal, maybe some Transformers after that. Oh, boy. Yeah. But anyway... I still watch Transformers. So this one time I was playing... Have you seen the new DuckTales? That show no, was great. I haven't seen that yet. But this one time, though, I was playing... Um, what's it called? This game, Beetlejuice? It's worth watching. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, we just got brought back on track. Wow. By Brandon. He leads us away and he brings okay, us back. Okay, so this game is... This game is horrible. Yeah. I, I found it really, really annoying that you had to grind, not just grind, but do that in order to have any kind of attack power whatsoever. Does it really matter which of one of these, like, scary faces you get? So, like, yeah. did, like, what I noticed in the videos is that, like, you get a mask and you shoot a fireball. Does it really matter what mask you put on? Or is it just, like, you get a mask and you shoot, like, a different shaped fireball, which is... It essentially affects enemies the same way. Well, it depends on whether you're in the platforming level or the overhead level. In the uh, platforming levels, I couldn't tell any difference. In the overhead level, it's a slightly different effect. Kind of ricochets around the room. But Oh, yeah, depending if you're like a, doing a platformer or an overhead. Like, I've seen like one where like a flying hammer will just ricochet back and forth. Right, but right. And when you're in the sewers or like doing side scrollers, then like your mask will change you into like that elongated face or a, a skeleton. But you still seem to shoot a fireball nonetheless, just like a different little shaped fireball. Yeah. Very little difference. So, Sheldon, what was your experience with this game? Oh, this is another one of those games that uh, it either feels like all surfaces are covered in ice or you're wearing roller skates all the time. Like, it's just, <laughs> jumping was just way too complicated, like going from ledge to ledge. And uh, it was another one of those games where if you're going on a level where when you climb, it scrolls up. Oh, but then God, if you yeah. jump down off the platform, you die instead of, like, just fall, like, instead of the, <laughs> instead of level scrolling down with you, you just die. Right. The ground no longer exists. <laughs> it's been consumed by the nothing. Exactly. Ground doesn't exist, but Brandon's alive. I live. Hey, Brandon. We're just talking about the shitty jumps in Beetlejuice. Yeah, for some reason, the Skype, like, I don't know, copped out, but, like, kept you guys going. So you guys were robots for a long time, and then all of a sudden it sped up way too fast, and I heard everything. So, the, the, like, honestly, when you get these two tracks, we should do a bonus track where you just, like, layer them as the proper timestamps, and then the listeners can hear me in the background, like, what's happening? I'm scared. Well, you guys just casually continue. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, editing magic aside, boo boo doo boo we're back. So, Oh, magic, you mean the fucking nightmare that I have to do just so I can like hear us talking and not have you going, guys, 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 <laughs> hello, d d hello d difficulties. This was, uh, of the four games, this was the one I gave up on. Really? Yes, absolutely. I, <laughs> this one I actually hung nice on. Thing for the... Go ahead. There, there was one thing I enjoyed about the game, I, to some degree anyway, the music. 
Yeah. It wasn't incredible. It wasn't the best I've ever heard, but there there were a few tunes that got stuck in my head. Yeah. Some of the um, and there, some of the enemies. I mean, like a lot of the movie didn't make a lot of sense, but some of the enemies didn't make a lot of sense either. Like at one point, you're getting chased by a door. Mike pointed out. Yes. Well, I was just saying, like, the enemies don't make a lot of sense. The game's fun. The music's all right. I mean, like, the game's not terrible. The music's fun. The enemies are interesting, but, like, the movie kind of doesn't make sense, so... Would we would we say the game's not terrible? I, I would, Yeah, we're going to have to disagree with is you. The, the game uh... is absolutely terrible. The, uh, the yeah. jumps are absolutely horrible. It's like, it's like someone's, I don't know, greased the air. You're entitled to your opinion, Brandon. You're just wrong. <laughs> and, and you know, you're right. I, I can be wrong. That's, you know, I'm okay with that. It's not the first time. I'm used to Hey, if couch. you love it, more power this to you. The loser couch. More power to you. I, I'm with Sheldon. This was the one that I enjoyed the least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's not even worth it because I watched the video out because I could not deal with the frustrating anti-gravity bullshit here <laughs> so i watched and there's here are some bosses one guy looks like gomez adams without the mustache assaulting you with a spray can yeah and then another one is a football player right because beetlejuice most, faced those in the movie oh yeah and then the best part is like all the deets and all the deets families and i guess like the maitlands which were the uh, the two cup the two uh people that died in the beginning of the game mm-hmm. movie they, uh, they they just stand in doorways, and they won't move unless you give them an item. And it's not like you're a all-powerful yeah. prankster that takes shit from nobody. <laughs> so you have to go on these fucking fetch quests and just give them, like, some glasses. And even Lydia, she's like, oh, Lydia, she's nuts about me. You'd think she'd be like, oh, I actually like Beetlejuice. I will get out of the way to help him with his thing. But yeah. no, give me a ring. You know, put a ring on it. So he has to find a friggin' wedding ring and... And through that, like, you get chased by a door, and if it brings it brings you to Limbo, where you have to fight a sandworm. Yeah, that was actually kind of interesting. And then you find, like, one thing that looks like an actual ghost, like a shade or a specter or a banshee. And all this time I'm wondering, wow, the last boss of this it. movie has got to be amazing. <laughs> Guess who the last boss is? Brandon, Sheldon, guys? Ivan knows who it is. No idea. Brandon, I forget. what do you think the last boss is? I forget. Do, do you think it's like some good complicated mm. Deo scene where you have to like make everybody do the mambo? That would be yeah. good. No, no, my final answer is I bet you it's something to do with waiting in line at the ticket thing in Limbo with that lady behind you. Nailed it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anticlimactic really? waiting room no. scene. Just another platform level. You get you through to end the end. Up, yeah, you get through to the end and... There's no boss. Right. That, that's that's one kick in the nuts. There's no boss, and he ends up on a stage, because the whole thing is him making his way to a show. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, the show begins with him being like, ah, I guess I, like I don't even know what the fuck he said. He was just like, just remember, I'm the ghost with the most. So like, we don't even get to see what this show is. He, I'm the ricketyest Rick. Love, love, dub, dub, and then it just closes, and you're like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah. 
Same thing that always happens. The Rick's video game comes to an end and he's like, 16 more seasons! Yeah. Same thing that always happens. Beetlejuice killing more Beetlejuices. And it's just incredible. It, it, Brandon aside, we all thoroughly disliked this game. <laughs> and it doesn't even have a proper ending. I mean, right down to the end. You're, you're taking no a, credits you're, even. You're taking a dump the entire time and it still manages to shit the bed at the end. I mean, how is that possible? <laughs> also, everything about this... Sorry, I am <laughs> the death right now. Everything about this game just kind of screams those, like, Looney Tunes, um, like, Sega Genesis... Um, Dreamcast era Looney Tunes games sure. where it's just like a bunch of clip art sort of thing right? and you're just like derping around on platforms and it's just like like a logo quest where they're like hey you watch the TV show go to that dumb arbitrary place and then you can look at those characters that you know do stuff not in the TV show and it's just a showcase you know what I mean yeah and absolutely like this just kind of that and this was like before any of that even existed so I don't blame them for like getting on the bandwagon if anything these guys should be given credit for the other people having such an easy time making those other styles or like you know like those other games but like I don't know this one's credit as I can give it for because it's it's old it's old as fuck right like uh, not yeah, really no, yeah, no it wasn't it's, it's old but I mean is that an excuse there's games that are older uh, that I was gonna are say, much this, better this came out in yeah. 91 this was not early in this NES life cycle all right, maybe I'm just... That's yeah. all that is. It came out in 91. <laughs> I just turned 26. That's what's happening right now. I'm having a flashback of, of like, you know... <laughs> oh, God. My whole life. Give it a break, guys. It's totally fine. Yeah, this... It gets a pass. If if this Ooh, game was dedicated... Oh, I've wasted my life. Go ahead. Oh, and he said his whole life. He's contemplating his life, and I just did the... Uh, oh, I've wasted my life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there was like, uh, in the one of the newest uh, in the one of the new Ducktales episodes, there was an episode where Donald like I think it was going on this shit. I forget if it was like a a ride. Like he has like this slight near death experience, and like just when he's like trying, his nephews are trying to calm him down, and he just like ends up screaming, "I've wasted my life!" <laughs> and meanwhile, his and you know, his into. And he spent his life yeah. like looking after his nephews, so they just give him this whole look uh -huh. of like, "You fucker," <laughs> and he realizes, nah, "Oh, did I say great. that out loud?" Oh god! All right, boys. So you done with Beetlejuice? Are we bored so with this shit? Uh, so this oh, game should have yeah. got this game should have ended with like him making everybody do the Deo thing. Yeah, it would have been cheesy, yeah. but it would have been something topical. So this. Uh... This game needs to be exercised and sent to the Lost Souls room. <laughs> now, here's a question for you two on the graveyard shift. Would you would you rather play Beetlejuice or watch that, what was it, Hollow's End? Ooh. I would rather watch you know, Hollow's End. Sophie's Choice here for you. God damn. <laughs> it's like Sophie's Choice. It's Sophie's Choice if she hated her kids. <laughs> it's like, sorry, we got bad news. One of your kids has to live. <laughs> Oh, fuck, really? Well, let's just say, after playing Beetlejuice, I didn't try to smash my computer, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to give Beetlejuice to win on that one. Fair enough. 
It was a close one, ladies and gents, but there you have it. Neck and neck. Beetlejuice and that other thing that they referenced. You'll never hear it like that again, folks. Okay, so the... But anyway, so Beetlejuice, that was a fun time. So what else have we got in our we docket here? Do we, we got Alien. Yeah, we got Alien, and I guess we'll handle that last. And we'll handle that, and then uh, do Freddy last. So Alien 3. Well, Alien. How, first off, yeah. before we talk about the game, Alien 3. what Woo. did anybody of you guys think about the movie? Um, I didn't watch me it. Me neither. I think I saw yeah, like a black guy try to box a xenomorph. <laughs> and after that, I was just like, okay. you know what? Fuck that. If, if there's an alien that's He like, didn't try to... Hold on. Wait. Mike. Mike. Was he boxing the xenomorph in space? Like, were, were they no, on a satellite like a foundry. or some shit? Or like in a ship? No, it was like a foundry. Yeah, oh, it was like a prison planet. They were like on a planet? Right, oh, right. never was, mind. Because uh... I was going to say, if that was a black guy trying to box a xenomorph in space, that's basically a unicorn. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's an Archer reference. In the end of season three, they meet a black yeah. guy who's on a space He shot a black guy. Yeah, like, shot a black oh, astronaut. Yeah. Yeah. Cyril, you might as well just kill the unicorn. Oh, wow. And he's a boxer. So, anyway. Well, anyway. He's like a prison guy. He's like a prison guy. So, I think he tried to make uh, the scene more racism. Image. That's topical references <laughs> to a cartoon that exists. And the, the season that I'm referencing happens to be like four years old. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. Topical with large air quotes. Okay, so uh, yeah, she lands on anyway. a uh, a planet. The the child that she spent all this time trying to save dies in the impact. So yeah, that's a great reason to die. Plus, the kid had a stupid name like Newt, like basically named after the Minotaur, the centaur from Hercules. Yeah. So fuck that. As opposed to the tiny lizard. <laughs> You are the only one that knows that, Mike. What the fuck is the matter with you some days? Oh my god. But did you not watch Hercules? <laughs> yeah, I watched it. I didn't know there was a Alien fucking two, right? Centaur. Cent- Three. Centaur, he's the freak. No, Newt, he was the little guy that's like, oh, Herc, Daedalus has got the fucking ring of power. He's gonna fucking Mount Olympus. Ah. Mike, Mike. Well, you're the one that says a Centaur. Centaur. I don't think that I, I don't think that existed, Mike. I think you need to lay off the weed. No, it's the '60s cartoon. <laughs> the, the main thing was sung by Johnny Nash. And this thing goes like, Hercules, "Oh, you're talking about a '60s cartoon." You're a fame and, and you're glory, surprised that I haven't Hercules. seen it. Oh, oh, now I get it. No, what did you did you think I was talking about? Well, like, do you think I was imagining some sarcastically some imaginary friend for the Kevin Sorbo series? No, I don't know what that fucking is either, Mike. Oh Zena, my god, I was imagining the goddamn Disney movie. Oh no. I was imagining the Disney movie that anybody from my generation, when you say Hercules, thinks of, and they go, oh yeah, man, Hades was the coolest, and Meg was way too hot for that cartoon. Oh my god, that's the first thing that happened. Anyway, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> oh god. Alright. <laughs> So anyway, Mike, you stress so me this movie ended with uh, Ripley doing a swan dive into a, uh, a, fa- a a smelting pot, basically, or a smelting vat. The movie ended like yeah. that? Yeah. She realized that she was impregnated with a uh, oh. with a chestburster thing, so she grabs the queen. Like, what does she do? Like, grab the queen and like like throw her in because like, or the queen won't attack her or nope. something because she's pregnant. Like, y- you saw this. What? Which one of you guys saw this? 
I saw okay, it. so tell us how it ended. Um, they kill the uh, final alien, except for the one, the uh, chestburster that was in Ripley. They kill it by dumping molten lead onto it, and then they turn on the sprinkler system, so when the water hit it, it was really hot and it shattered. Oh, I thought she did a swan dive into a... Into no, a she thing. does, but that's when she realized that you know her chestburster was about to burst out, so she jumps in just as the uh, chestburster was coming out. And it, like, that's, like, she does die yeah, like... So she dies. Right? Oh, yeah. And thank you again for joining us on the Great <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, not with that, with the movie being, like, how was it as a movie? Um, when there was just three alien movies, that was the worst one. And now there's a bunch more that are way worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so how does the game stack up to it? I mean, when there was three alien games, this was the worst one. <laughs> now um, there's a bunch more. So, <laughs> no, well, I mean, you know, I think a common theme with these games that were that we played this time was that it shows that it's really hard to make a video game based on a movie, because in Alien Three, there's one alien. That's it. There's a, there's a face hunter that does the thing it dies, and there's one alien going through the prison, killing prisoners. Uh, within three minutes of playing this game, I've already killed maybe 20 aliens. Right. So. Yeah. They just keep coming. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's... I'd say of the four games we, uh, that we played, this was probably the better one. It was in the top two. Yeah, of them, changed the it look was, of things, yeah. like the, the look of the the aliens, to, and call it something else. It would have been, I don't want to say an okay game, but it would have been Wait, playable. What the last game? Yeah, it would have been passable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is definitely in the top two games. <laughs> Beetlejuice yeah. and this, I think, were the two better games. And I Ooh, honestly played Aliens yeah. longer than I played any of the any of the other games. Like I played Aliens for a while and like didn't bother looking it yeah. up. I just figured it out myself. That was fine. That's the thing yeah, about a game. A like, if plan. I have to look something up, I get frustrated. Yeah, this was the most playable game <laughs> yeah. of all the ones, but I guess that's that's the best way to describe yeah. it. Yeah, right. It was a decent platform, and yeah, even though it didn't look very good for '93 graphics, but yeah, you, know. that you you basically have to like run while aiming while firing diagonally down to hit uh, one of those tiny aliens, like those uh, chest bur- like what? those face huggers. No, you fool. You lie down on the ground and shoot directly straight in front of you. You just lie down and then shoot, yeah. and it hit fires and hits. The biggest problem I had was that apparently, like every level is a time limit, and you and yeah. you have to like that, that rescue these guys. Like, and then it turns out no, they all got uh, chest bursters in them. So what was the point of rescuing them? They're already dead now, men. Now that was cool. That was cool. If you don't finish it in the time limit, if you don't rescue all the prisoners in whatever time limit whatever difficulty you're on, they will scroll to each part of the level where you missed a guy and you get to watch the alien burst out of his chest. (coughs) Yeah. I think it's cool because A, you get to see the consequences of your fuck-ups, and B, when you hit your quick save tab, you can go back to the beginning of that Mm -hmm. level, and because it's scrolled over there, you know where that motherfucker is. Mm -hmm. That's right. It was informative. There's a lot of of things in the game that honestly, if I had looked up, it would have made the game a lot easier. But the game was fine to pick up and play by itself. Like, as soon as you start picking up guns, you're like, okay, that's how I replenish my guns. And then you start grabbing other shit, and you're like, oh, my radar just turned on. Okay, what's that bleeping? Oh, God, it's an alien. You know what I mean? 
it doesn't take long to figure shit out with this game. And also, yeah. I kind of want to, like, I'm not trying to, you know, pick a bone with Ivan or whatever, but uh, I feel like making a movie or making a game out of a movie isn't, isn't hard if you stick to the movie adheredly and you tell the, the gamers that that's what you're doing. Or you know if you I mean? can like just remember, just seriously, what is the coolest essences of that movie, and then put that in game form? Yeah. No, no, yeah, I'm talking like the only way but... to do it thoroughly would be literally to remake the movie and just tell the game people like, look, this isn't a game for you. This is a game for the people who love the movie so much that they couldn't get enough of it, and now they want to be yeah. Sherlock Holmes or yeah. whoever the fuck, and they know that yeah. when they make this next decision. The bad guy is going to reveal himself because they've seen the movie, but they are also the same people who went to the theater 30 fucking times to pay to see the movie, and they're also the people who are putting out yeah. 80 bucks on release day to pay to buy the game. Okay. This isn't a game for you <laughs> right. guys. It's, it's an industry. We're making money here, but, like, you know. And also, like, they if just... you wanted to, you could just call any game, like, Lion King one and a half and make it the in-between story so that you're not <laughs> fucking with the canon. You know what I mean? If they'd have called this Alien 3.5, then it would make way more sense that there's 20 aliens every two minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But instead they called it Alien 3. Let Ivan talk. <laughs> yeah, they call it Alien 3. Oh, sorry. I mean, That's I can't. Right. I can't. Go for it. No, I'm agreeing with <laughs> I you. Want to, I want to respect you, Ivan, but, yeah. you know, you're really making it hard for me. I just can't. No. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. No, no. You, you make a good point, though, Brandon. It, doesn't have to be a literal direct translation for it to be an enjoyable experience. You, as long as you're in that world, you're seeing the aliens, you're fighting them, you're going around these tunnels, the platforms. It well, know, honestly, roughly replicates it. I'm kind of saying it the other way. Like, if they're going to do it, just tell them on the box, this is the movie. Mm -hmm. Don't expect anything else. There's no secrets. You're not going to find extra lore in this it is the movie page per nobody page nobody knew what just lore buy it was. because you're already not not in that time anyway well that's it like back then i'm talking nowadays like i guess also when ivan said you know it's not easy to make a, a video game movie he might have been thinking then but i was thinking now nowadays like when they take lord of the rings and they make shadow of mordor that does tailor to what ivan was just saying where it's more of just being in that realm that people yeah. want but also like I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy, so I don't give a fuck about the movies. I do kind of enjoy Shadow of Mordor, because I do kind of like the idea of being in that realm and being my own guy, and having nothing at all to do with the big landscape-changing decisions that happen in the movie. Yeah, leave that, leave that to, to the midgets. in a little, little podunk village. Exactly, leave right? That, leave but that also, to the midgets and the gay then wizard. You get the, the f <laughs> yeah, but then you get the fan people who would get upset about Mike calling him a gay wizard, and those same people would be like, it's not like the movie because I want it to be Frodo and instead I have to be some nameless hobbit and go talk to Frodo. I don't want to talk to Frodo. I want to be Frodo and I want to go on Frodo's mission. And it's like, like one way or the other, the game developers are going to have to like basically lose half of their sandwich to the, to the lunchtime bully. Either the fans are going to be like, we're upset because it's not the way it should be the way the movie is, or the fans are going to be like, we're upset because it's too like the movie and it's boring and we're not getting as many choices as we yeah, want. Yeah, like there's know? a whole world of people. So they kind of have to like these assholes. 
You can't please exactly. everybody is what you're saying. They have to decide, exactly, they have to decide like how they're going to cut their sandwich so that they get the most pickle and well, peanut butter did, before that prick comes along. That's why those Friday the fucking... 13th guys nailed it because you can do both. You can be Jason or you can run away from Jason. Yeah. I was going to really? say that. It's, it's well, only like recently now that they're starting to, like this is, I think this would be the only way to do like a video game horror movie, right? Is the way that they've done the recent Friday the 13th game. Or like Command and Conquer oh, did with the... Uh, I haven't played that. Like they did with the with the real-time strategy games. Like, oh, you get to be... Uh, oh, you're always the heroes fighting in this terrorist organization. And they just like, how would you like to be the terrorist organization too? And you're like, what? And then you're like... And then you're dealing... You're taking orders directly from this guy... Who it turns out probably is the original Cain from the Bible, and you're just like I'm taking orders from this guy. Oh man, that is awesome! And then as a reward for a loyal service to him, if you play the bad guy, he get you get to choose one of four cities to vaporize with a nuke, and that's pretty darn bitching. So in that game, for the people who haven't played the game, like myself, so is the idea that you're playing the good guys in the other iterations of the game? And in the iteration that you're talking about specifically, you get to play both the good guys and the bad guys at the same no, time. No, there's two campaigns. Or you're forced to play one. You play one campaign at a other. time. Yeah, so you're. Okay, so you're forced to play Depending one. Depending on the other. disc you want to play, there's one disc for the good guys, one disc for the bad guys. Like you can't alternate. So in you're the story. literally forced. Yeah, you're literally forced to play one or the other. Just agree well, with Well, it's me. not so much forced. Like, you can choose how you do it, because you can choose which uh, countries to attack or liberate. Mike, you have to put a fucking different disc in to change your mind. You're forced into it. Oh, fuck, Brandon. I just it. destroyed Don't, all your hopes like, and dreams. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry anyway. I pulled the rug out from under anyway, you my and point shattered is, your illusions, Brandon. I don't know what you so, think, it is, but it's Street. not what you're saying. It's a great game. Well, no, I was just gonna say before we before we move on, I was just gonna say that um, to Mike's end, that doesn't really solve the problem of making a good horror movie or any movie into a game by letting you play the other guy's side. And also, to be honest, you started with the point of, you know, this game does it better because it does real time strategy approach. And then you went off on that whole thing. So I was really confused. That's why I wanted to, like, reel that let's get back, back and try to figure out what the, you're talking uh, about, about the decisions. Let's get back to Aliens. So did anybody beat this game? I want to oh, hell I wanna know what no. XCOM, damn it. Uh, no. No, I didn't. That game, I, no. I will say, if I had known uh, earlier in the week that you could set it on easy mode and have more time on the clock, I might have been able to get farther. My my biggest difficulty was getting through the maze to rescue all the prisoners in the time allotted. Yeah, that was... But it, it was a fun game, I have to say. Yeah, it was like the one that was worth tolerating. Yeah, I mean, uh, judging on the curve. It's I mean, not an excellent game. We're coming from Beetlejuice and Ghostbusters here. It's not an excellent here, game, but, but it's like the, it's like yeah. the, the, uh, the least worst and especially when you're considering 1993, you know, looked like it came out like 87, <laughs> 88 at best. But so, what? Yeah, I was gonna also. But ask, it was a playable did, did, game for you guys, knowing like, because you guys got a chance to actually play these games when they came out. What like, how did these graphics stack? Are they not great? Are they all right? No. Because to me, it looked no, nicer God, than no. the other games, but the other games were not super great either. So I didn't know how to really compare yeah. it. Is Whoa. it just that? 
they're all the bottom of the barrel or yeah these were these were bad like th this was a drop down from yeah. like most like the big nintendo games that were out for like the past two or three years at that point mm-hmm i mean hell even mega man 2 1988 wow. was well above this. oh yeah for sure yeah like these games had no excuse looking as bad as they did when you got games like mega man Mega Man 2, Mega Man 3, 4, 5, 6. These games looked fantastic. <laughs> and, like, even Super Mario Brothers 3, that was great. Metroid. Well, right. decent. Kid Icarus, okay. Yeah. Well, Metroid was an early game, though. It, it was justifiably mediocre on graphics. This was you know, almost a decade later. Yeah. Yeah, this was 10 years into the race. So, yeah. But anyway. how old was LJN at that point, also? Hmm. Well, I Are they no still idea. young? Yeah, old enough. I, they did Beetlejuice in 91. Yeah, they had... Nightmare on Elm Street they did in 90. Yeah, they had darn good... They had time to to learn. They just didn't care. So, final uh, game, and hopefully the final offering by LJN, Nightmare on <laughs> Elm Street. Wait, wait, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. So... Mm -hmm. Easy yep. for you to say. <laughs> not Nightmare Before <laughs> not Elm so Street. Easy. <laughs> yeah, this game, I tried playing it. I could only go into one room, collect a bunch of bones for some reason, which wasn't really clear. I beat a boss that looked like a glove on a set of anal beads. And then <laughs> yep. it kept flickering between daytime and nighttime where enemies got tougher and had a Freddy's face on them. And then when I tried cruising down the street to go inside other buildings, pressing the up button did not let me in any of them. There was only one place I could go in, I cleaned well, it, it yeah. out, and then I just had to fucking exist in this world until I died and gave up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, that's like the Freddy curse. That's how, that is literally what Freddy uses to kill people. Like everybody thinks Freddy's most dangerous thing is his claws. But really, it's the fact that he just traps you in this weird purgatory where none of the doors open. And you're just like, well, I guess I'll just live on the street until I die. <laughs> yeah, they, they did go not ahead. do a good job of letting you know where you had to go next once yeah. you got a key. And there was one specific door that that key led to, but you had no idea where it was. You had to explore around to find it. And then I can imagine you in... would press up and go in. But just trial by error. Yeah, I can imagine in like the, uh, like the, the board, head of board meeting or whatever before they like release the game, they were like, okay, so we got the play tester back. Uh, five people played it. Uh, four of them said it was all right. One guy got fired. <laughs> and uh, so here's the feedback. See, they said that there's uh, that they would like to see more arrows, like blinking arrows that maybe give you a direction of where to go. That's their comment. Um, what do you think we should do with that, guys? Well, the game's supposed to be out tomorrow. Let's just say it's a fun adventure and plenty of room to explore. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, we'll sell it on the angle that, like, <laughs> there's so much yeah. unknown mystery. <laughs> and you're like, that's not actual mystery. You will feel like a genius when you figure it out. Yeah. Because we're giving you nothing. You're either an idiot savant or a genius. <laughs> Yeah, because we're going to give you no puzzle pieces. Yeah. Honestly, when I played the game, I started it, and then I neglected it for some time. Probably went and smoked a bowl, I assume. And then when I got back to it, I didn't realize that when you start it, you're already on daytime. So when I got back to it, it was nighttime. <laughs> and I was like, okay, nothing right. weird about that. 
and I started fighting these bats and shit that are flying at me. Well, and that was fine. And then I went into the first house, and I collected up all the bones, and that was fine. And then I left, and then it was daytime, and I'm like, oh sweet, it's daytime, and there's people on the streets. These people are probably kind people who will help me figure like out what the fuck's going on. And I walked up to go talk to a guy, and he just walked into me and murdered me. And I was like, what are you doing, mister? Stop. <laughs> I'm in trouble. What is this? Didn't clue you in that he was dressed like a 1930s gangster? <laughs> yeah. And then I, I was very confused. And I realized that daytime or nighttime, there's just always enemies. There's no reason for the daytime, nighttime thing other than to make the enemies tougher. And I was like, that's really well, that, aggravating. That actually, I don't know. That, that was a mechanic that was actually praised at the time, well, semi-praised. So yeah. it was the sleeping. It's the sleep meter was what you had. So it would mm. continuously count down, but it would do it slower if you were active. And once it finally got to the end, you would go into dream mode where the enemies were tougher. You know, they changed, yeah. as you were talking about. And you had to find your way, I think it was usually to a boom box. Yeah. You hit the boom box yeah. and it would wake you up. It would play a little exactly. you know, music. In your you eyes, you the light, the sea, your eyes. Oh, was I the only one that well, heard of Say Anything? What the fuck? <laughs> what I yeah, thought nope. was weird about this Nobody game, I mean, I understand, understand it's like when you follow... It's a movie where he holds the boombox over his head. It gets referenced in all those shitty movies that nope. try to reference a better movie. I'm not going to lie, I know what you're talking about, but I'm going to keep saying no. <laughs> you you Anyway, Sheldon, you were saying... Um, well, I just yep. thought it was weird. Like, I understand, like, the whole nightmare thing. You fall asleep, you're in a nightmare, everything has Freddy's face on it, and, like, there's all kinds of weird shit. But when you're awake, it's like, okay, I'm awake, but yet, so he's, you're in the real world, you're being attacked, attacked by giant snakes and spiders and shit, and it's like... Right. Like, that's supposed to be reality. Yeah, a break, right? <laughs> and I'm gonna... It was Inception. It was a dream within a dream. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Holy of Magazine. Shit. Yeah, you're right. That that didn't that didn't entirely make sense. Nor did it make sense that you were going into each building just to collect bones, endless, endless bones. I mean, how many bones did that <laughs> motherfucker have? Yeah, I mean, I know. And well, the, I mean, according to the original movie, he was a pedophile that was convicted, and he did murder his victims. Now the newer movies have changed it, so he was a suspected pedophile. So it's all PG and on board, and now the parents <laughs> of the block are actually the villains of the movie, but in reality, the first iteration of any of the Freddy fucking Friday the 13th whatever bullshit, he was a convicted pedophile who had hid the bodies and nobody had found them yet. He died in jail. No, mm. they burned him at his home because he got off on a technicality. Yeah, he got off on a technicality. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm Sorry. gonna pull up my... Uh horror movie uh, expertise here he got off on a technicality and the parents of, on the street went vigilante justice on him and burned him to death yeah that's why he looks yeah, that's, that's why he looks the way he does of, and the collecting of the bones in the game is in reference to I believe part 4 of Nightmare on Elm Street the Dream Warriors where they actually had to mm. yeah nope not Dream Warriors Dream Warriors is part 3 uh, part 4 was the Dream Child I believe um, um, wait, what's, wait, the Dream Warriors, that's the one with uh, where Heather Leggenkamp returns. And the Dream yeah, Warriors are the, are, the, are the kids in the insane asylum. 
and like one of them gets pulled into the TV and the ones that survive do it by gathering and fighting Freddy and this is a direct reference to the Dream Warriors because that movie ended or it kind of ended when uh, Heather found Freddy's they bones the no she found Freddy's bones burned them and then she saw like her dad's ghost saying like oh you uh like Freddy had killed me but you uh you killed him that's all great. And she goes to give him a hug goodbye. And then it turns out, ah, just kidding, it's Freddy. My bones didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just you just spliced together like four different movies then. No, but it. then like um, the, the bones come to life and kill the I was going to say, Sheldon, you really crushed that explanation there, man. Good job. No, like, yeah. the, like the dad goes to burn the bones and the bones come to life, don't they? And they burn him because they're like claymation style. Yeah, but you're like I said, like I said that you you are saying something that happened in one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, but the other parts you like spliced together like four different movies. Well, wasn't the uh, the Dream Child the sequel but, to that the movie? But the point was what I was getting to <laughs> was that the reference in, the collecting of the bones was in reference to one of the movies where they had to find Freddy's bones and burn them. Right. Could have just left it at that. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to reference how great these. That made me so happy for some reason. We just want to reference how great these this is movies Mike we're are. talking about, right? And, and just how these move, how these games fall so. Mike, Mike's Mike's idea of in summary is to give an explanation that's like four <laughs> times longer than the actual movie. In summary, when yeah. I was at the Asian restaurant, I opened the fortune cookie and it told me I would have good luck and that my special numbers were. <laughs> Five, six, seven, and eight. So I took those numbers. And then the fortune. Grandpa, Grandpa Simpson yeah. over there. And then the fortune cookie anyway. turned into an yeah. eye and skirted across the table and reminded me that the clown still lives in the sewers and I got to go deal with that shit in the morning. And I have a podcast to record. Anyway, long story yeah. short is a phrase whose origins yeah. are <laughs> complex. <laughs> Famous words. Famous words. I'll often said. But, uh, so yeah. anyway, the experience, my experience with this one is similar to Ghostbusters. I actually finished this game when it was fairly new. Oh, yeah. Yep. So uh, you did it when you had the cheating, uh, you had the cheating advantage of everybody around you giving a fuck at the time. <laughs> so how do you get into the other <laughs> buildings? Um... Because yeah. I pressed the yeah. up button, Sorry, and I only got into one. You gotta find the right building. Yep. You can't just go into either one. You just... I, I think I just went around and just tried every one until I found, like, one that would let me in. I did that after the first building right. that let me in, and then every other one didn't, despite the fact that they had open fucking doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, I had you a, an experience one. similar to Mike's. I, I managed to clear out the first area... And then I, there's like a downstairs after you finish that or something. And I didn't get to it the first time. And it let me back out and I died. So I quickly hit my resave thing. And I was pissed because I had to redo the house again. And I was like, fuck. But then the second time when I did the house, I did it before it like changed to dark. Like before nighttime kicked in or whatever. And then there was a basement. And I was like, oh, fuck. That wasn't here a second ago. So that was the only reason that I found out that there was more than just the first floor to that house. And then once I got back outside, it was nighttime again. So I was trying to get into doors and shit, and it wouldn't let me. And I assumed that it had something to do with the day-nighttime thing. But again, I was also still thrown off from the initial start because I, I like, turned it on and then neglected it and then started playing. 
So I was like, oh, nighttime, that makes sense, and didn't quite understand that there was a whole thing going on behind the scenes. So I was just like, obviously, I was missing puzzle pieces, too. <laughs> like, I didn't get what was going on. So, Sheldon, did you beat it this time? Not this time, no. I could not. Apparently, I've lost my NES uh, prowess. <laughs> so, how did yeah. this game... How, how far did you actually get? In this one, um, I fought... Freddy the hand again, but like the glove, but not on the anal beads, like Mike said, like the first boss. It was uh, the anal beads were gone, and it's just flying around the room. Oh, that <laughs> That's as far as I got this time. Right. Yeah. When you have to turn yeah. into the ninja and do those uh, double dragon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was one other thing that I figured out, and I, I don't know if Mike actually got a handle on this, but nope, there's this power up that you can get. Yeah, there's a power up that you can get, and it doesn't tell you anywhere. There's no like. As far as I know, there's no icon or anything that tells you now you have this, but after you pick it up, if you push select, you change into a little, like, jungle boy wearing shorts. I really don't know how to explain it, but when he jumps, he does a somersault, and when you push the punch button, he throws a spear, but he actually jumps a little bit lower than the other dude, so there's times where you need the other dude to do gaps. Wait, so you turn into Mowgli? When you're doing, like, the platforming. But as soon as I figured out... Yeah, basically, honestly, like, straight up, that's what it looks like. Like, he's got a shirt, too, so it's not like he's topless. But, like, he's got these shorts on, and you're like, what the fuck? And honestly, as soon as I turned, uh, as soon as I figured out that I could turn into a ninja man, I only stayed a ninja man. Like, yeah. All well, the, the time. ninja has, hasn't, uh, yeah, where he, when you jump with the ninja, he does a drop kick, so you're automatically, like, you're jumping and attacking at the same time. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I had no uh, idea that that was a thing, but yeah. It's the only way to get through some of those bosses, like the flying hand. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to the end of this. I didn't even get close, but Um, yeah, this was one of the two that I had fun with. Yeah, I like. I didn't enjoy it as much as I did like the first time I played it when I was ten years old, because I think my taste in games, you know, I've gotten a little more uh, (laughs) refined taste in games since then. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I was just, and, and I was a big fan of Nightmare on Elm Street, like, uh, series at that time. So, I mean, you know, to have a game to go along with it was pretty cool. Uh, but you didn't miss yeah, much. Mm-hmm. The ending is very anticlimactic. So, Not yeah. as anticlimactic as it, Ghostbusters, it? but... Or Beetlejuice. <laughs> There's or an Beetlejuice. actual boss. Yeah. There's a boss. Yeah, yeah so you have yeah, to yeah, you actually fight uh, Freddy. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, you kill Freddy, and then it, it gives you, like, a... You know, you're safe now, but maybe not forever or something like that? <laughs> well, you continued. kill Freddy, and Basically. when I say kill, you swipe, you attack him until he decides to walk off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and all those bones you collected throughout the whole game, you get to watch the uh, the screen Burn. just pause there while all each bone individually goes flying into the furnace. Yeah, like yeah it's not like they made, like... Yeah, it's not like they made them worth five bones each or something. It's like literally every single bone has to go in. There, yeah. there are two hundred and six bones in the human like the body, are and they're all yeah, and exactly. they're all femurs. <laughs> yeah, and then you just go to. Uh, I had to look it up because I couldn't remember exactly what it said on there. But the end screen is just a um, it's just a headstone, rest in peace, on it, and it says, "So the evil is purged. Fire purifies all." The bones are ashes, soon to be dust. Freddy, trademark. <laughs> they actually got the trademark. Yeah, I remember Freddy. reading that. Trademark. <laughs> Freddy, trademark, is dead. 
and the nightmare is ended. And then, or is it? <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole pause, too, because you're, like, watching the screen, and all of that stuff kind of just comes up. It doesn't, like, scroll in, and it just all sort of comes up, and you're reading it all. And then, like, a whole 15 seconds later, the, or does it, comes up, or whatever the fuck the last little tag is. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, is the game still yeah. doing stuff? I thought I was done. <laughs> like, and I guess that's kind of the idea. They really did catch me off guard. I was like, oh, I thought I successfully vanquished <laughs> the evil that was Freddy. I, I've been fooled. I worked. Fuck. I worked hard enough. <laughs> you got me. I guess I'll have to buy Friday the 13th Part 2, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So it, it is a game I enjoy, enjoy most, and if you're going to be playing a Halloween game, of the four at least, that's the one I would recommend, because at least it does have a feeling like a bit of a horror element to it. It doesn't have a, ti- it doesn't right. have a time limit, which means you can literally wander around for as long as you want until you, <laughs> you realize there's another game. Punch snakes. You can walk around and punch snakes and Maybe I'm just bats like... in the face <laughs> as much as you want. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a pussy, but uh, I feel like they all kind of have like that Halloween kind of level to them, like... Beetlejuice was something I always watched around Halloween, and maybe that's just me, but like, that's a great time to watch that. And uh, oh, yeah. Aliens has got the whole it's, space horror sci-fi shit going on there. And uh, it's quite a coincidence. It's almost like we planned it for Halloween this episode, huh? But I mean, like, yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. But I mean, the the way that you know, <laughs> wait, is Halloween it, it soon? Like, uh, you know, relatively. Depends on how quick Mike can edit this shit, I guess. <laughs> we might have already missed Halloween, technically. <laughs> we were supposed to record this a week ago, weren't we? Oh, yeah, and you, and you only yeah, made sure to uh, mess it up <laughs> enough to give me a week of editing to do, so. Oh, buddy, if our stuff isn't, like, done to the, like, last absolute timeline, then it's not fresh as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have so that anyway. fresh seal. Do we want to talk about substitutions? Oh, what would I, what would I do to substitute? Oh, I mean, I gave my substitutions for Beetlejuice already. Yeah, for Beetlejuice, yeah. I, 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 very loose substitution, but I, the platforming levels reminded me of Mario Brothers Two, so I'd much rather play that. Yeah, Beetlejuice yes. was Mario Brothers Two if they just slapped a really ugly coat of pastel paint on it. And fucked up the gravity. Just fucked with yeah. the physics. Yeah, right. You know, you know what? I mean, except for the physics part, that's basically what Mario Two is, right? Just a different game with a Mario skin, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it literally is a Doki Doki Panic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about that's Aliens Three? Uh, Contra. My substitution for that. Yeah, I was. You <laughs> yeah, stole you're my. Fighting aliens absolutely, it reminded me a lot of that. Mm-hmm. In a... I didn't play Contra, so I'm out on that one. Oh, Jesus Christ, really? Yep. All right, we got never, never. Yeah, me neither. I, de- I never got to play Contra <laughs> either because the only time I experienced oh. it was in uh, arcades. And uh, I had very, very limited funds. Like, I would, I could only have, like, put in, like, one quarter. And then the rest would be like, well, I can either play this, I can either fail at this video game for about two minutes or I can actually spend my money on some candy. And an Archie book. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Archie book and shit. At least that's a guaranteed good time rather than humiliating me with my shitty hand-eye coordination, lack of comprehension, and no <laughs> forward knowledge of this game. No, we'll see, Mike, you, you fucked up there. What? Sorry. I, we'll have to do Contra at some point. It was a, oh, a good shoot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't I hate don't, the idea, 
but like no, I'm no, not no, you, super for it. I, I never got drawn to Contra. I'll try so. it. Give it a try. It is one of the, uh, for me, is one of the quintessential NES titles. One of the must plays. Okay. So for wow. Ghostbusters, I'd say maybe, my maybe substitution we'll is uh, go play Ghostbusters for the 360 or the uh, the PS3, whatever it was, because that mm. one was yeah the, the video Wii. game that came out a couple of years ago. Because that one had excellent yeah. that ghost good. sapping skills. You could change the proton pack depending on the ghost you're uh, fighting. Like some you would need the phaser, some you would need the slime. You would have uh, different traps. You could actually fight the state puff marshmallow man in the first get in the first level, and mm-hmm. it was made with the. Uh, it was written by the guys who wrote Ghostbusters, right? <coughs> Sam Raimi. It's uh, it's right. Ghostbusters Same, three. Yeah, yeah, it's the Ghostbusters three we all wanted. And it was the, it was fantastic. Yeah. Somebody, right. you can go on YouTube, and somebody has all the uh, all the cutscenes cut edited scenes. together, huh. and. Uh, Hmm? Yeah, yeah and you, it's Ghostbusters and I, It's literally labeled Ghostbusters Three. Like you can watch it like a like an animated movie. Huh. Yeah. That yeah, might I love be worth that a little spin. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say for Ghostbusters, uh, my substitution is um, if you've got like uh, sidewalk chalk or like a pen and paper, and you know how to make a tic tac toe board. You're probably fine. <laughs> you can handle yourself. You're good. If you got a stick and like some yeah. dirt, and yeah. you can make a tic-tac-toe board, you're good. You're set. Don't even bother turning it on. You're fine. <laughs> Maybe turn it on in the background so you can listen to the really shitty Gaussbusters every like you know 15 seconds. And then uh, I recommend getting uh, instead of Ghostbusters two, getting a pen and a piece of paper. But instead of making tic-tac-toe. Uh, jam the paper in your mouth, and then jam the <laughs> pen in your dickhole, and you'll have a better time. Well, you take the paper, right, and you tear off two corners of it, and you jam those two corners up your nose. And you take the rest of the paper, and you wad it, but not tight, just wad it loose, and you jam that in your mouth. And then you take the pen, and you jam that into your eye or ear hole, and then that way you're, you know... You're experiencing more than you would by playing Ghostbusters. Your brain is now lit up in so many different areas <laughs> compared to the Ghostbusters. If you did an MRI on both those people, so how, one of them would surely be more lit up. So how about Nightmare on Elm Street? We got any good substitutions for that one? Um, any uh, of the Castlevania games. Yeah. Friday, Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I genuinely anyway. liked that version of this game. I did. I liked it. I don't care what I said in that episode last year. <laughs> I probably said I hated it then. But now I'm looking back and I'm like, nah, I like this better. You're right. Um, so maybe I said I loved it. F- Who knows? Anyone played a new Friday the 13th game? Mm-mm. Oh, I can't tell you. Looks so good. You should check it out. No. But uh, it's good because it's like a, an eight-player game online game like the rounds last a minimum a, a maximum of 20 minutes and you don't know who you're going to be when you go into the game the game starts you could be one of seven camp counselors or you could be jason oh shit. Uh, that's pretty cool if you're a counselor of course you either got to try to survive oh. to till the time is up or escape you can escape uh, by car or by boat 
And Jason's goal is to, you know, just uh, make sure everyone's dead before the time's up. So can Jason attack uh, items a... to destroy them, or just the counselors? Oh, you as Jason, you can like even you can like set traps. Like you can find oh, a bear trap and set, set traps, it, and then right? cover it. So, did you guys know that that was actually the original idea for this game for Nightmare on Elm Street? You're originally going to play as Freddy, just like you're. That would have been about, amazing. And going around killing the. That kids. would be great. You could jump through this overhead map, like like warping through the dream world to find to enter different people's dreams. Mm-hmm. That's something from the. Yeah, that, was... like... that would have been. A it better sounds game. real good on paper, but I can imagine why I got shot down in the boardroom, because they were like, "Hey, let's have an idea yeah, where." For... You're a child molester murdering kids. And then they're like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, can you right. say that any other way? That's a, a yeah, real interesting idea. I like where you're thinking, Craig, but is there a better way to say that that we can put it on a box <laughs> and don't immediately get sued? Okay, you Maybe book, you're yeah, the kid and you're trying to kill kids. the rapist? Maybe that'll work? You're, you're well, in, you could probably do it now, though, especially with the success of Friday Thirteenth game. Now, now maybe it's the time to start thinking oh, about yeah. a new Nightmare on Elm Street. Nowadays, oh, you're, but, you're uh, a legally exonerated I, man trying to put his life back together when you're cruelly cut down in your prime. So your goal <laughs> is to uh, avenge your own murder by slaughtering the children of those who uh, uh, took justice into their own hands. Explain a horror movie badly. <laughs> a, a, jan- a janitor helps some high school kids make their dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's more like explain a horror movie with a cheery like a cheery <laughs> summary or whatever. But also, um, have you guys seen... <sighs> fuck, there's a thing online where it's like true um, renditions or something like that. What were we talking about like a whole second ago? Hockey fan makes friends at camp. <laughs> yeah, lonely hockey mm-hmm. fan makes friends at camp. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, spinning it and doing it the other way. I was going to say, yeah, like we've got games out nowadays, like Grand Theft Auto, for instance, where you're just a nameless Joe. You're actually inspired to cre- create your own self. And like a lot of the goal of that game is to senselessly murder other innocent civilians. You know what I mean? So to spin... Yeah. The Freddy game nowadays, or the Jason game nowadays, would not be difficult. And honestly, mm-hmm. oh, that's what I was gonna say. Did, I, I'm sure you guys are all well aware of the the lore behind Mortal Kombat, and like specifically Scorpion's lore. Because mm-hmm. if you take Scorpion's story and you compare it to Freddy's story, they're pretty fucking similar. And that's oh, that's where the true facts thing comes in. There's Scorpion a, uh, was a pedophile. Uh, fuck, I can't remember. Get over hey, here! Hey kid, get over here! Listen. Oh, jeez. I got candy. I'm going to penetrate you with my projectile. Get over here. I got candy. I got I got real off track with my remembering stuff. But, like, so there's this YouTube channel, which I can't remember. I was going to look it up. That's what distracted me because I was looking at my phone when all of a sudden I had the floor. But there's a YouTube channel <laughs> where they tell you the lore of a game, but then they point out shit that, like, the developers didn't think about. So there's a whole, like, playlist of Mortal Kombat lore. And one of the things that they point out is the whole story between Sub-Zero and Scorpion is like both these tribes basically keep getting tricked into killing the other tribe by falling for some like Shin Wu trick or whatever. And like, so if any of them stopped for a second to think about like their history, 
they'd be like, oh man, I'm part of the fifth generation of people who keep getting fucked over by this other tribe. And every time they fuck us over, later they're like, oh man, we got tricked. And then we fuck them over back. And then later we're like, oh man, we got tricked. So like if they just thought about it, then it would be fine. But also in those days, like if you fucked over a clan, it wasn't just like a good old murder, like a slaughter. It was like a rape, like a Genghis Khan style, like ruin your seeds. If, the, if, if you've got women who are alive, they're either going to have my children or no children. You know what I mean? So every time one of those clans kind of like change power, they're really just like inbreeding with themselves. You know what I mean? So that kind of just does draw that extra parallel for Scorpion and Freddy with the whole like gets burnt alive, gets sent to hell, then his like spiritual form comes back to get vengeance. And every time that he or one of his clan members has done what they think is the right thing, they're actually being misled by like some slightly more powerful force into doing like the really wrong thing and that wrong thing is probably going to involve some child rape so Fre so freddy has a pedophile ring aka his clan <laughs> and they're they're avenging his death by by resurrecting him through witchcraft yeah basically and and they all just happen to have yeah. snarky senses of humor yeah also yeah if you put it all out like that yeah i'm just saying like when you look at the two they're way too similar, and I'm just saying, like, Mortal Kombat is a game that exists, so I'm just adding more fuel to the fire. They should have waited for that. It wouldn't be that hard they to stretch the They should have waited for that Freddy game so that you could fight Freddy with the power glove. So anyway, would you guys come back to any of these yeah, games for cool. seconds? Fuck no. Done with these games. No. Watched mm. them, played them, I'm ready to forget they ever existed. Maybe maybe Aliens 3. And I know I said I really like Beetlejuice, but I'm, I'm done with what I got mm. from that. I liked it, and it was fine. I would do I'll watch Aliens. The movie when I want to remember the game. Aliens 3 and Nightmare on Elm Street, I'd play again. How about you, Sheldon? Maybe it, I would play Nightmare on Elm Street just because I'd like to be able to finish it again. Fair enough. Aliens 3 would be really funny if you had, like, a bunch of buddies over <laughs> and you had an emulator that could, like, you know, go on a proper TV or whatever, and then you all took turns at Aliens 3 trying to, like, get the time limit down. That would be kind of fun, but, like, I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think I'm probably going to play Aliens 3 either. <laughs> So anyway, I relived the magic in a matter of seconds in my brain. That was enough. So this magical yeah. evening of nightmarish games was enough for us, by and large. <laughs> yep, I'm done. So hope you fun, fun, hope fun. You enjoyed listening to this, listeners. We hope you have a happy Halloween. Oh wait, wait, wait. Wait, food substitutions. Does anybody have any food they want to just reference? Because technically we're called a taste test, and I think there's some sort of, like, bylaw that says that we I'd have to do that. I'd say that this bag was pretty much all candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> candy corn is great, okay? Get mm -hmm. off candy corn's dick. Candy corn's a good time. I invite candy corn over every night. Yuck. This game, uh, this, this bag was more like, um... Moldy cheese, You know what maybe? this is? This is, like... No, no. When you're when you're going trick or treating, have you ever seen the? Okay, so there's like regular sized marshmallows, right? And then there's littler marshmallows. And sometimes at Halloween, you get like a little like snack sized bag of little marshmallows. And for me, when I was a kid, I ate like 
one time my, my grandparents just bought me like a jumbo size bag of marshmallows and left me alone, which was a terrible idea. <laughs> and I ate all of those marshmallows until I puked. And now I just can't look at marshmallows the same. So for me, this whole like grab bag was just like a whole pillow sack full of those like snack size marshmallow mm. bags. And I'm just like, oh boy, this is, this is something, but I really don't want to participate in this. Yeah. This, uh, <laughs> I don't well, really we're going to make a trick or treat reference to this. this. These games for me was like the time I went trick or treating and, uh, one house gave me a toothbrush and, uh, <laughs> another one gave me a religious pamphlet, like one of those That's Jehovah's Witness watchtower pamphlets or something. <laughs> That's... The toothbrush is the Ghostbusters. The pamphlet is the Beetlejuice because he's always like, and I'm off to my show and I'm the best. Believe in me. I'm the trickster that can do anything except for get past prepubescent <laughs> teenage girls. Without without promising to marry them. And that doesn't make me sound like a, yeah, I'm that the doesn't trickster. make me sound like a southerner at all. I'd say Skittles. <laughs> I'm a trickster that can do anything. Wait, Ivan, what was it? Some people would I'm like... a southerner. Oh, fuck. Sorry, right, go ahead. I said I'll fuck myself up. A few of them were like Skittles, which are okay. I don't really like them very much, but compared to some other candies, they were they, the al- they were the green Skitt- uh, the uh, apple flavored Skittles. <laughs> yeah, Aliens Three is the apple flavored <laughs> Skittles. Absolutely. Does that make them good or bad? It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's a good Halloween prank. Talk about Skittles. Uh, if you guys right. like anyone like me that works in an office, uh, set out a bowl and say you're just going to put out some Halloween treats for someone, like a communal bowl, but fill it up with uh, Skittles, Smarties, Reese's Pieces, and M&Ms all in one bowl. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then sit back yeah. and watch the chaos ensue. And then people got to try to like, figure their, their life. <laughs> That's just well. The <laughs> thing is, funny. I mean, separately they're all good, but That's people are just going to reach in. I was kind of thinking that too. People are just going to reach in, grab a handful, and pop the whole thing in their mouth, yeah. and then you look at the, <laughs> the looks on their faces as they're trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. That is a conflicting flavor palette. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good time. I kind of like that idea. I'm going to do that to somebody. All right. Well, I'm going to head off and go take care of that right now. <laughs> Some poor suckers got right, Mike. You're up. Experience Time to future. do your little doodle. Okay, well, we hope you enjoyed all this. You can find me and Sheldon docking more scary stuff all the time on the graveyard shift. And we'll be having Ivan on and Brandon on separately as guests because apparently these two can't play together without trampling over <laughs> each other. So, as soon you can find I don't know what you're talking about. As soon as the check clears, we'll confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, make that out to go fuck yourself. <laughs> Add all the zeros in front of the number because that's that means they're worth more. <laughs> zeros at the end of something are worthless. Okay. So, now looking forward to it. So we hope you had fun listening to us, listeners. We hope you have a great Halloween. And we hope to see you next time on the Graveyard Woo. Shift and the Playing With Power podcast feed and the Taste nope. Test. Yeah, whichever one of these is. There you Happy go. Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Happy Halloween. And for now, the kitchen is closed.